0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funk, it's strictly Munkin'. The only podcast where if it got a 23andMe DNA test, it would come back as a hundred percent Munkin', zero percent funkin'. I'm my co host, Jay Christie, joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Dude, you are getting
1: so good at this, man. <laughs> it's because I'm great. thinking
0: about it beforehand. Because I was I legitimately ran out of ones just to bullshit off the top of my head. <laughs> Were you are you considering doing 23andMe? Uh no, never. Uh oh. I don't need I There's no amount of Polish that I could find out I am that would change my life at all. Like, it just, I I think the thing is, because I am both sides of my family, basically, well, my mom's side of the family is, like, half Italian and half Irish, and my dad's is, like, 15 different things, and so I have so, I have, like, no attachment to any individual ethnicity at all, so, like, okay, cool, I'm this percent Dutch, doesn't mean I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to go to Amsterdam on, like, a birthright trip, like, you know? That's true. Yeah, you got a good point. Well, and I, I don't progress people. I mean, people who do it, they you know need to know that they're you know the legal stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it real soon, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think that if I had more interesting things to find out, I'd be interested in doing it. But I also have an uncle that did it um, because my grandmother on my dad's side always insisted we had Native American ancestry, and my uncle did it, and sure enough, we don't. So that was fun. Um, okay classic that's such a classic suburban white person thing to do though is to be like we have Native American ancestry um, when you don't because uh, I don't know just classic so I, 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 I me and Elizabeth Warren are basically the same person anyway 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 speaking wow. of genealogy nice that's why I use that that's why I thought of the example nice, nice we're here to talk about Mr. Monk meets his dad his pops old... which is misleading he's met him before but that's you know. true but he—he he hasn't met him in a while, almost forty years.
1: Yeah. And so, what did you think of this episode? Um, you know, uh, at first when like you find out that he's gonna go on the road with him, I was like, ah, oh, goddamn, this is gonna suck. But it actually, ends up being a lot better. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a little bit of uh, narrative. uh, You know, like, they get over things very quickly because it has to happen, but Mm -hmm. because there would be a lot of unpacking that would need to be done. But on the whole, I did enjoy the episode a lot. Yeah,
0: I think the first half of it is a lot weaker than the second half. Yes. Um, The second half is much better. Um, And uh, yeah, it definitely is one. I didn't realize this, obviously, I was watching as a kid, but and just looking at, remembering the plots of the episodes that I see are coming up, this is definitely one of those episodes where they get. Because this half of the season is when Trailer Howard was pregnant, and so they had to rewrite a lot of the uh, episodes. Oh, okay, that's I, why see I, that. I I'm assuming that's why that they, may, you know, because there's a couple episodes coming up where he's separated from her for a long periods of time. Um, and so I don't know what order they filmed the episodes in because that changes, but I think that that's probably why, uh, you know, because you'll see a pattern. There's a couple more episodes coming up where he's alone for a long periods of time.
1: Okay, can't wait yeah. to see.
0: Um, anyway, uh, we started, we don't start off in San Francisco. We only start off with, uh, Adrian Monk or Jack Monk. We start off in goal, Midland, Texas. Um, you know, classic, classic town. Um, what's what's that even mean, Jake, classic town? You just say stuff to fill the air, don't you? Uh, but we see a big old truck.
1: Yeah, we see a big old truck. Um, it's apparently a truck company called Tiger Bay Trucking, um, Mm -hmm. What that has to do with Texas, I have no idea.
0: Midland is very distinctly nor near any bays. It is very much in the middle of Texas, hence its name.
1: Yes. So so that's nice, but it's nice to see that they keep things a little exotic out there, at least.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, that is true. I mean, they could have, like, you know, with Tiger King and all that, they could easily have, uh, you know, some wild tigers uh, on the property. Um, That's true. It's this guy, Ben. He's meeting his... uh, his partner in uh, owning the company, Kenneth. Um, his partner
1: slash like accountant. He's like mm-hmm. on the financial side of it.
0: Exactly, and uh, it's important that Ben is coming. He's driving one of the rigs up, and Kenneth points out that he doesn't have his own car. That uh, you know he, he just borrows the rigs when he needs them. Which and we learned, seems fine. Yeah, and we learn that uh, that Kenneth's wearing a silly Christmas tie, and he got it from Monk. Because Monk was a secret Santa. Obviously, you can tell just by the title of the episode that it's just Jack Monk. Yeah, yeah. Jack Monk. Um, but Kenneth has uh, something to... so Some news to give to Ben that he's a little heated about.
1: Yeah, he basically found out that, uh, you know, uh, Ben's been uh, nickel and diming the... Not nickel and diming, but he's basically been taking money from the company by... Yeah, he's been embezzling. He's been saying that he's buying new parts for uh, you know all the rigs on their fleet but apparently he's just been buying like older parts and pocketing the difference. So I'll say this I
0: tempt in with like files with an accounts payable department before and mm-hmm. there's so many of them I just definitely this is a very realistic scam. Not that, not that I. I mean, I obviously couldn't do anything. I was just a temp with files. But like, there's so many of them. It's like I. You could very easily just be like, lie ten dollars here, ten dollars there. And uh, I mean, yeah. you could probably lying more than ten dollars, but still, definitely a good scam. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a good scam until like you know your car, your your rigs end up breaking. Um, they end up you know uh breaking down a lot sooner. You got to pay a lot more yes. mechanic costs. So you know when you think about it it is that is true. Way.
0: But it yeah, I I think that it but it's not it's less about because the mechanic costs are coming from the company fund whereas you're getting the money straight to your, uh, your old pockets true um, and uh, anyway um, Ken is like I'm gonna prove it to you and he goes into the engine of the truck that, he, that uh, Ben was driving and he points out that it's all worn and what have you but oopsie doopsie, oopsie doopsie his tie gets caught in the engine and he starts to get choked
1: Right, and at first, like, Ben is, like, you know, takes out his pocket knife because he's ready to cut him loose, but he realizes, hey, uh, why not take advantage of a golden opportunity and just,
0: mm. just let him, him down. Uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, so yeah, he puts it away, and sure enough, Kenneth gets choked to death um, by the engine.
0: Yeah, real, honestly, a bad way to go, um, you know, uh I wonder what the moment is because this happens not on un- often in TV shows and movies where you find yourself accidentally dying in front of a person that has the when you see the moment in their eyes where they have the epiphany of oh I should just let you die. You Ken, do you notice that? Like, do you think that Kenneth saw like oh no he thinks he's just gonna let me die, isn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, he definitely had that. Re- I mean, I, he probably wasn't facing him yeah. from what we could see. No, but wasn't. yeah, he uh, did. He yeah, definitely came like, oh, to realization. This is uh, but my yeah. thing. My thing. It's like. How can you prove that? Like, the only thing you could say is that he had, uh, you know, what's that word I'm looking for? What? Um, like, when you have, like, a murder and you don't have physical evidence, but you have something, like, the reason uh, for doing. Oh, a motive? Yeah. There's a motive for it. But ultimately, like, he didn't do anything, so. Yes, he did, because he pulled
0: him down and he didn't save him. And more importantly, this is. You the pulled big him thing. down? Well, no, he didn't you notice that he pulled his foot down uh, so he would choke more?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see
0: that. Also, but that's not even the point. Even if he didn't do that, he might not necessarily. Like, he probably would still get convicted for murder anyway. But he still go to jail forever because think about it. He dumped the body, which means that he clearly yes he thought it. But
1: but what if he would have like you know that would have happened and then like he just said that he like found him like that. That he found him.
0: Oh, then he would be fine. Like he
1: went inside to go to the bathroom or something.
0: Yeah, and he'd be he'd fine. Be... Yeah, I, I he kind of fucked, yeah. fucked up a little bit. Um, but you know, I think it also is because he you know didn't want anyone snooping at the finances i, I don't know he wasn't thinking straight um, right yeah who you know? could in yeah that I, I think that uh, we talked about this before i really don't like how people a lot of times will consider <sighs> murderers or criminals and stuff making a mistake to be a plot hole because it's like you just killed a guy like you're not thinking straight no one is right know? right 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 um anyway we go to cu- cut some christmas cookies um and uh monk really wants a cookie yeah he's stitching he, natalie yeah
1: He. He's over at Natalie's house. She's just made some cookies, and he wants one, specifically one, at this moment in time. And she's trying to tell him, like, no, like, save it for everybody, and uh, he eventually... Does he just take it, or she relents and gives she, it to him?
0: She uh, relents, and then he throws it out.
1: Yeah, he throws it out because it was a little uh, crooked or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, um, and then She's he cooking for to the want...
0: Christmas party, by the way. Um, right. For some reason, Which looks she, like a... who is not an em-
1: department employee, is hosting Christmas party. Right, good point. Uh, it's probably an unofficial one. No, I'm not it saying looks, it's a
0: bad thing, I think it's just funny.
1: No, for sure. But it actually, like, when we see the party later, it looks like it was pretty fun, so... Yeah, it looks poor like Monk. good party. Poor, poor Adrian. He yeah, I mean... I, 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 for this episode, I'm gonna have to say Adrian, yeah, because it's just too confusing. Yeah. I wrote down Monk and
0: Jack, because it's not like, I, you know... I, I know when I write down Monk, I mean Adrian. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, the telephone starts ringing, and natalie's face completely you know she said it's bad news clearly and uh it's the words you know monk was dreading to hear um it's your father and julie says you know i forget you had a father
1: um yeah it's sad and monk you know mentions that like that well though natalie says
0: well come on Julie, everybody has a father and then monk says
1: yeah that not everybody has a father worth mentioning yikes
0: not great uh And, uh, apparently he's in jail. Um, and, uh, when we cut to the station, Monk is talking to Stalmeyer and we learn that he left when Monk was eight. He said he was picking up dinner. He waved and then never came back. Um, uh, you know, a tough, honestly, a a tough beat for Monk.
1: Yeah, it's a very tough beat. Uh, (laughs) okay. I'm going to get canceled here. Mm -hmm. Um, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are worse cases of people, like, leaving, like... Oh, okay. yes.
0: Yeah, you're not going to make hands I was going to write down the time step. Yes, that's true. It does, it is, I'll say this. We- There's the forgiveness arc in this episode. I think that Jack Monk is a true piece of shit. <laughs> like, truly, just a right. like, bad guy. Um right. But, we'll get to that. But, yeah, I think that Monk, uh... Yeah.
1: It would be hard raising those two kids,
0: man, like... That's true, but you are sounding a little bit like that one tweet, which was, I don't know why we talk down on deadbeat dad so much what if the kid has bad vibes or doesn't Ooh. With his dad? <laughs> that
1: that's hilarious um yeah no i know i know I'm, all i'm saying is like you know i also, don't know what i'm saying i
0: think that you're led to believe that the kids got worse when the kids okay fair enough and yes. also like and most importantly it doesn't matter how tough the kids are to raise like you your fucking job three. like don't you know no of course all i'm saying yeah. is
1: that there's worse like cases yes oh of course yes people uh, yes, yes.
0: Um, it is a. It, I do wish that he got up, went off like milk and cigarettes
1: because I, I wish that they just went full cliche. You know, oh yeah, one hundred percent. But but he also mentions. Uh, well, yeah. So he was going downtown. And he just waved at him and never saw him again. And after that, his mm-hmm. childhood was over. And apparently, his mother apparently never, his laughed, mother never again. laughed again. So yeah. Yeah, yes, sad, sad stuff. stuff.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, just not great, honestly. Uh, and um, I do love that. I think that Tony Shalhoub has some really great acting moments in these, like, two scenes where he's completely cold, where Stoudmire's like, you know, families are complicated, and Monk's like, no, this wasn't complicated, he just left, which I is both true and not true, but I also like how it's kind of like Monk clearly hasn't let himself evolve on how he feels about this since he was a kid, that he still has the same view of, when you're eight, you're like, this is, fuck this guy, he left, and I think yeah. he still feels that way.
1: Yeah, it's it's that, but also like when you find out the reason why he left, it's just like oh my god! Like that. I mean, yes, fucking but that also, horrible. But
0: let's be honest, that also isn't the reason he left. That was that was his excuse. No, no, no. no of course he, not. He,
1: of yeah. course not. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, he apparently um, Jack apparently got picked up for a traffic violation and resisted arrest. Um, why would he get arrested for that? For if he well if he got pulled over and then like refused to like get out of the car or like give his driver's license, he get arrested for that.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess we don't know. But all right.
0: Yeah uh and he specifically asked for monk, and apparently uh his dad's a truck driver now
1: yeah which uh adrian always thought that he was a an author of children's books which i would love to hear i would love to read a book that he wrote that's for sure yeah,
0: i think i thought i thought he said children's textbooks but maybe I oh said. children's textbooks all right yeah yeah doesn't matter but we do see him in the jail cell and he's speed reading so clearly, he has some intellect. Like you get the idea that he has that there's something going on in his head that is where Muck gets his brain processing whatever. Um, all right, let,
1: let's give some respect. It's Dan Hedaya is all playing right, Dan Hedaya, right? Um, he's playing Dan Muck's Hedaya's, dad with a nice hairpiece. Yes. Um, I as we I, I am a little troubled by the fact
0: that he's only 13 years older than Tony Shaloub. but we are let. He to looks a lot he, older
1: than him, What? He looks a lot older than he him. He does.
0: Because also in the episode, you basically learn that he left 38 years ago, and then you learn that Jack Monk is 68, so, uh, you know, that means that he was, what, uh, 30 when he left? Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so that would make Monk, that would mean that he's 22 years, so he's 13 years older than him, playing 22 years older than him, and it's, it's fine. Um, they they both both They're both each playing a few, like Monk, Tony Sloop's playing like five years younger than he is, and Dan and I is playing a couple years older than he is. Anyway. Um. Uh. But uh. But know. when
1: he first showed when 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 they first yeah. both show up, Jack mistakes. Uh. He mistakes Leland for Adrian and mentions that he looks just like his mother.
0: Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck for uh our uh, for your guy Jack.
1: Yeah, and stop points out like that monk Adrian behind him. It's that's actually his son, and mm-hmm. he says, "Can you tell this man that he looks just like your mother or something like uh, that?"
0: Yep. Um, and so. He's like, you know, Adrian, how are you? And, uh, you know, Monk is like, how am I? Like, you know, no matter what he was going to say, he was going to respond negatively. And we learned right. that, uh, you know, Jack lives his place in Midland and that he drives mm-hmm. a truck to travel for travel's sake. Um, but very specifically, yeah, he
1: will he, go. Okay. He's a long haul trucker. Um, I don't know if he's of the meth smoking variety, uh, but he's I mean, based
0: on the look of him. I mean, yeah.
1: He looks pretty haggard. Yeah,
0: definitely. Uh, if if he if you if you saw like his photo in like a slideshow of Eileen Warnose's victims, you wouldn't be surprised.
1: <laughs> what a fucking pull. Um, do we, okay. How much believability do you ascribe to the whole belief that uh, truck drivers are always like on drugs to stay awake? I mean, and I does that scare you?
0: Does that scare me?
1: Yeah. Yes and no. You're not on the road a lot, though, are I'm you? I'm
0: not, no. But also, like, it's it's hard to say because the alternative is that they are not on... I guess the thing is it's not like they're taking drugs in lieu of going to sleep. It's they don't have enough time to go to sleep, so they have to take drugs. So it's like, you know, the alternative would be that they... I honestly don't know. I wish they. I wish that they weren't overworked as much, but, you know, I don't think about it a lot, if I'm being honest.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: I, I just really don't. It's just not... Um,
1: I mean, I don't either. I'm just being a yeah. bitch right now. Uh,
0: I mean, I well, this is a safe space for being a bitch. Um, okay. <laughs> but, uh, dis- importantly, though, Monk keeps calling him Jack. He refuses to call him Dad. Um, which, fair, honestly. Uh,
1: I have no problem with that. 39 years later, sure. But, uh, so yeah, Jack kind of wants to be called Dad or Pops or, or Pop. my personal favorite, Pappy. Pappy.
0: I, it reminds me of the line in my favorite movie of all time, *Telling nights about Ballad, Rookie Bobby where when uh ricky bobby's that's your dad, favorite movie of all time it is my favorite movie of all time correct uh <laughs> Good lord, where okay. uh i i'm not gonna apologize for that it's my favorite movie of all time it's i just i'm, I'm not
1: i'm not asking for
0: it uh that when uh his ricky bobby's dad is like gonna teach him how to drive again he's like all right well, fine but i'm not calling you dad what are you gonna call me smash cuts the next day all right professor dickweed <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> who well, played his dad in that movie?
0: Gary Cole, who is just one of the best of all time. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. The legend. Um, Monk guest star. Monk murderer. Um, but anyway, Jack wants two things for Monk. One, forgive me. He w- yes. And two, give me the hell out of Dodge. That's my dad. I, I don't know if that was good, but...
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, Whenever I see him, I just always think of him as the dad from Clueless. Always. He, he's definitely,
0: yeah, he, he has the same, not the same energy and everything, but he has a very, like... <laughs>
1: That's my dad. Yeah, my yeah. Like
0: essence. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, and this is where we finally get the reveal or that you mentioned earlier that he's been gone for 39 years. Mm. Um, and also, he needs to get the hell out of Dodge because he needs to be in Phoenix tomorrow in the morning or he's shit canned.
0: Yep, because he's 68 years old. You, you know, you gotta, he's an old man. Um, yeah, but he can retire. You can get your Social Security, my boy. That's true, but he probably, you know, Jack just probably blown it all on weed. Um, and he's
1: also not going to get 5K for a three-day job, that's no. for sure. That yes. Anyway, all, often. Um,
0: so Monk come decide- So Monk just says, you know what? Screw you. Goodbye. I don't want to uh, – I'm not going to help you out. Um, and is like, you know, you're never going to see him again if you don't take this opportunity. And Monk says, you promise, which is great. Great stuff. Great <laughs> yeah. stuff from Tony. Uh, but then we smash cut to he's out. You know, Monk reconsiders. And uh, we get a quick scene where Randy meets him, which I like a lot.
1: Yeah, he mentions that it's an honor and a privilege to meet him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jack responds, why? And he says, I don't know. It just sounds like something good to say, basically, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And so Jack's about to get back out on the road, and, um, you know, uh, he's like, you know, I can stop by at some point. And Monk's like, nah, whatever. And then Monk asks if he could stay for a day to have Christmas dinner with him and Ambrose. And uh, he's like, no, I can't. i got to get the Phoenix. Um, And then Jack offers— to uh, to go, to, to to take Monk with him, but Monk doesn't want to go.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean, fair. Like I, I probably wouldn't either. But it, nonetheless, it's uh, you know, a nice little olive branch. Uh, mm. I don't know if he's just saying thank you for getting him out of jail, or if he had the genuine intention of wanting to reconnect with his son. But I mean, I think that Jack's intentions are pure, because I think that Jack's, because I don't know. I think that whatever the
0: reason why he left. 39 years ago I don't think still exists you know Um, like he doesn't have to raise Monk anymore Uh, but uh, or does he that's true Uh, (laughs) or does he but Monk's like I can't just leave I can't go anywhere without my toothbrush or my Trudy uh, bag or my pillowcase or my house Um, but he ends he relents and he ends up getting in with him Uh, yeah he ends up
1: being pretty excited about doing
0: it on top of that Mm -hmm. I mean you know Monk's a kid at heart he loves a big truck (laughs) Yeah, um, never was a big. Tr- I was never a kid who was really big into trucks. I don't know what that means about me, but uh, never All was right, a... you.
1: You you weren't raised in the Transformers age, my my good boy. I mean, not I not the had, good no, Transformers. I, I had toy cars and stuff like Hot Wheels,
0: but trucks were never the, um, never the, my thing. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, shouts to truckers, though. Um, you know, good people. I think I don't know.
1: Um, if you if you're a long haul trucker. Yeah, uh, shout right to you in, if you're right, into the show. right Right into the show. Yeah, right right into need the to show. Right into the show. Exactly. I want to hear some stories. Do you do
0: meth? Do you do meth first and foremost? We're not cops, I swear. Um, yeah. as much as my demeanor and uh impulses might I may be called to quote unquote a cop. I am not. Uh, put it put it this way. Shirt. Officer Jake Christie has a beautiful ring to it. That's not great. I don't feel good about it, You though you're <laughs> Irish right. cops. Woo! Ah uh, yes, uh, you know, me, you know. Hey, you know My father was a cop. My father was a cop. His that my well, father, was a cop. My do, sister's cop. Do you a cop.
1: do you do you want to? Wait, I was gonna do a British accent. Do you want to be a cop or do you want to appear to be, to a, be cop? a cop?
0: Shut, man. God, that's that's the way Martin Sheen says "cop" is so yeah. dumb. It's French such French. a bad accent. I, I love fucking it. love it, dude. I love it, man. Shouts to that. Anyway, so um, we know we see when they're driving away that it's. At the ver- it, it's unclear at the beginning whether or not it's the exact same truck that was used in the murder, but it's definitely the same company. It's Tiger Bay Trucking. So, you know, it's all connected. Yep. Um,
1: and so they're on the road, baby. On um, the road again. Yeah. I can't I wait to
0: I'm surprised they didn't use that song, given the Willie Nelson stuff. I'm surprised that him and his use, dad— They don't
1: use a lot of songs.
0: No, they don't, but I'm surprised that— I, Couldn't you see them having a moment where, like, they both sing Willie Nelson together because that's one of the few things that Monk likes.
1: That's true. Um, yeah. That's true. Or listening to Weezer's Dope Nose. Why would they do that? <laughs> they did it in the fashion show. Oh,
0: right, right, right. Oh, God. It yeah, plays that. like a million I for, times the same I clip forgot of it. that. I forgot that that's the name of that song. Um, I'm like, what I, Anyway. Um, so Jack is drinking some type of fruit juice and he offers it to Monk and Monk's like, no, I'm not thirsty. And then he wipes. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I. Uh, you know, I did the whole thing with the germs.
1: Your, your mother said that you were going to grow out of it, but I said, no, people don't change. Um, so, which, yeah. the, why do you got to say that? You're just making yourself look worse. Anyways, they hear, like, they, Monk hears, or Adrian hears, a rattle in the engine. Well, there's actually a right?
0: quick exchange I want to get to. where cause okay. Just, okay no, no, I think that this no, is Tony Shalhoub. This is, just, I think, good scene, like where he asks, how was your childhood? And he's just like, it was a laugh riot, which, that's got to sting. Uh but also, if you don't want that answer, don't ask your son who left when he was eight how you having your childhood. You know? Um, yeah. Like, if, you, if I punch someone in the face, I don't come up to them five minutes later and say, like, how is your face wound? Like, you know. Anyway, the <sighs> rattle in the
1: engine. Yeah, they hear a rattle in the engine. And, you know, that's our first, uh, you know, uh, clue as to something being afoot. Because I immediately knew. Uh, yeah. after, when I saw this, I was like, all right. It's definitely the tie, it's mm-hmm. definitely that truck uh, mm-hmm. So that we know how to do that yeah. But then later on like As the scene plays on Jack offers Monk, he's like Hey, like, you want to drive for a little bit? Mm-hmm. And Monk mentions that he's never learned how to drive Well no, it's no, it's not that It's
0: that okay. he says no yes. And then Jack's like, no it's easy It's just manual shifting, you don't forget It's like riding a bike, and then Monk says I've never learned how to ride a bike Because you weren't around to teach me
1: Oh, so it was just the bike Yeah Okay, I Monk. Was say, at some point, he definitely he definitely had a co- yeah he had a yeah he was driving. I remember he got that car.
0: Yeah, Monk Monk had uh, he was able to drive. He doesn't drive now, but he right, had. Right, yeah, right. I mean, you, I don't think you can become a cop if you can't drive. Right. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. And so you know they finally they decided you know let's get into it, and apparently,
1: uh, what was the reason why Jack decided to leave? Well, first he said that he never that was never his intention when he left the house, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when he went to go get food. Um, what he didn't mention was he went to go get food for himself, clearly not for his family, because he's cracking open a fortune cookie that said, quote-unquote, stand by your man. And according to him, he was always his own man, so in order to do that, he needed to take off and apparently never come back.
0: Yeah, he was following his own bliss. Um, now, unfortunately, this fortune cookie doesn't fit the game where you put in bed at the end of any fortune cookie very well. Stand by your man in bed is not that funny. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll try next time. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it, it's always good. Um, best one of all time is, of course, it's when my mom opened. It's not how you start. It's how you finish in bed. Um, great oh, stuff. Uh, I have... Great stuff. Or Thank another great you. fortune cookie joke is when you open a fortune cookie, if anyone asks what it is, you say, like, help, I'm stuck in a Chinese cookie factory. Um, that's a fun one, too.
1: <laughs> uh now i remember once i got out of like a panda express i got a fortune that said order the orange chicken next time which was like all right man like i don't that's need you to tell up. me to do it i don't need you to tell me to do that because chances are i'm gonna order that anyways yeah you know, like that's the that's most like, basic a, thing
0: to order that's like something that's like if a cup at mcdonald's said order the big mac like right if it's, it's like an like obscure menu item then fine but like what do you do order order,
1: order a mug gangbang Oh, man,
0: shouts to not. To, I've not never had that. I've never had that. I've never had it either. But it was definitely a thing, for anyone who doesn't know, because it sounds obscene, and it is obscene, that was the slang term for when you'd get uh, a double cheeseburger McDonald's and a McChicken, and then put the McChicken inside the double cheeseburger. Um, and people called it the McGangbang because teenagers and whoever, I think it's got to be teenagers who came up with the name, are just the most vile people in the world. Uh, and yeah, I never got it. Um... And I think I'm going to do it. I mean, it's, I you just it. need to order two burgers. It's not it's not like it's expensive either.
1: And yeah, uh, exactly. It's like five bucks max.
0: Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, that was a big thing in high school, though. People were very into getting that. Um, anyway.
1: Yeah. It, it, people, okay, like it was later on for me, but it's always like, all right, what are the weirdest things you could get at each place? Uh, like I think in and out you can get like a, a Flying Dutchman or something. It's like a, or you get a patty melt also. Weird stuff like that.
0: I mean, patty belt's not that weird, but I think, I, I guess we mean is like... It's off-menu, off-menu Yeah, off-menu. Off yeah. Off menu. yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Monk notices on the dash that it says Jack Monk Sr., which is, of course, uh, you know, Jack's not very happy, is not happy about him noticing because he's like, wait, is there a Jack Jr.? And sure enough, Monk's bro- only brother is not Ambrose. He's got another brother.
1: Yeah, there is a Jack Junior. Uh, apparently, it lives in Baltimore.
0: Is that what they say? Uh, yeah, uh, Beth, well, that's what he says. But yes, uh, he lives in Baltimore. And he's apparently an orthopedic
1: surgeon. Um, Correct. Uh, Jack Junior, also known uh, to his friends as Ziggy. So yes, weird how that worked he, out. Yeah. Um, uh, yes,
0: but and I love that Jack says, you know, Denny consolation, I left his mother too.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. That I mean, thank you for that.
0: Um, but. Uh, I'll say this: Stay tuned for more uh, in the in. A, I think maybe a season or two, some more Jack Junior content. You know. Oh really? He might. He might show up. Okay. And I'll tell you this: the actor they get to play him is. He. They say he's thirty-one. I'll say this: in this episode, they said that his brother's thirty-one. The actor who plays him is definitely too old for that to be true. But 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 is the most perfect casting for deadbeat other brother who lives in a basement smoking weed all the time. Anyway, um. So and Jack Senior is like you know Jack Junior wants me to live with him. What am I gonna do? Pet a dog on a porch all day and then die? Um, and so Monk sees a photo. Sounds uh, pretty good. What? Yeah, actually, it's not. Sounds funny. pretty good to me. Uh, yeah. Monk sees a photo of Jack Junior and uh, when he's eight. And what's he? What's, what's Jack Junior of course doing? Based on the conversation they just had.
1: Uh, he's riding a bike, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't even remember that, but um, I mean, I picked up from. Thank you.
0: So thank you. Uh-huh. And you know, Jack's like, Yeah, I can buy you I mean I can buy you a bike. I don't know why I'm doing all the lines in his voice. I just honestly like the Dan Hedai voice. Um and thank you. Uh, Yeah, I mean it's is if you if you guys are annoyed by it, please let me know. But I'm only he's only in one episode, so I'm never gonna do it again. <laughs> um yeah. He's only in one episode? Yeah, he's only in one episode. Huh.
1: Okay.
0: Um anyway, we cut to Natalie's Christmas party and they're singing songs. It's it's really a jolly old time. Um,
1: yeah, Sotomar
0: is on the he's on the guitar.'re mm-hmm. having a great uh, time like you said. and Natalie gets a call and it's her monk, and she puts it on speakerphone, thinking it's gonna be positive stuff she, this is just a bad move by Natalie. I don't know who Natalie thinks she's just g- giving her a call, but what does Natalie have to tell the
1: whole party? uh, she has to tell him that basically what oh that what that monk wants to go?
0: well, he says this was a huge mistake. he never loved me. I never got a bike,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: it's sad. He made a huge mistake. Um, I don't know what the I don't remember what the setup for that joke is, but there was a, there, I once heard a joke where it was like uh, the punchline was I made a huge mistake, as in the Spanish word for steak. Um, just and I think about it a little, Whenever I think of a phrase, I th- I made a huge mistake. Uh, I think of that. Anyway, are
1: you just thinking of like Arrested Development?
0: No, I mean that's another thing I think of. But there's a joke I've, I don't remember where is it Arrested Development? I made a huge mistake. Or uh, it, No, I
1: made a huge mistake as jokes No, like, I know, uh, I know
0: what I'm saying is that there was a joke somewhere I saw Which was, I made a huge steak. And Oh, so, no, I don't think so I, but No, I, like I, know, I don't think so either Wrestling is, in addition to a wrestling development, I also always think of that uh, And I, you know, as I do in this podcast Whatever comes to mind, I say it out loud Because I am um, stupid Anyway, um, Natalie basically takes off speaker And is like, no one can come get you I mean, everyone here but Julie's been drinking And then I love that she wants to talk to Julie And what does he ask Julie?
1: Uh, he asked Julie to come and scoop him up in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, right? Or in Arizona, yes. not Phoenix yet.
0: And she says, I don't even know what Arizona is, which you were in California schools. That's uh, that's unrealistic.
1: Come on. She knows Arizona's right next to you. Yeah, no, come on. It, it, yeah, no, there's no excuse for it um, unless she's in the remedial class.
0: And I don't, she's not in the remedial class because, like, let's be honest, you can tell. Um, you know, th- it's very rare that social skills, like if someone who's going to be class is not as nice and, you know, they, I mean, she believed that Mr. Henry was a immortal goldfish, which fine, but like, come on, she's not uh, stupid. Um, anyway, um, you know, whatever, I guess I, mean, <laughs> I, I just need to make sure just because I was, as you might imagine, a, a kid who remembered the state capitals by the time he was 10. So like, oh, no, same. I used to read like uh, an
1: encyclopedia when I was a kid.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I remember yeah. my two favorite books I got at the Scholastic Book Fair. Scholastic had two books called The Book of Lists and The Book of Firsts. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely uh, that's defining me as a person. Anyway, um, I do love that she was really like, uh, stop crying on the phone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And, you know, there's a really sad scene right after that where Monk and his dad are driving, and they drive by a happy family, and, of course, because Jack needs to make himself feel better about himself, he says, oh, they're not as happy as they look. Which, uh, you know. It's probably true. That is probably true, but it is also... He's saying that because he wants to justify his
1: own deadbeatishness. Right. No, for sure. Um, but again, they hear that rattle. What's going on?
0: Well, and Monk wants to stop, but, and Jack's like, I normally would, but I gotta get to Yuma by 4. Which, usually you have to get to Yuma by 310, but that's fine. Uh, I guess they're 50 minutes Nice! Left, so. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Right,
1: Uh, so then, like monks, you know, starts to ask. He's like, "Wait, let me see this itinerary." So, sure enough, Jack shows him the itinerary, and one they spell Tucson wrong on the itinerary, which is just honestly, based on someone that's lived there. Based on
0: Ben, though, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I mean, it's also a hard word to spell. For I'm not, I obviously know how to spell it, but I don't blame someone for spelling it wrong. It's not. It doesn't make a lot of sense how it's spelled.
1: Yeah, no, it, I no. I mean, Ben not. should
0: know I, how to spell because he is a trucker in the Southwest, but still.
1: Yes, um, but yeah. Anyway, so they so they see that they like whatever the itinerary is all wrong. Like it's all fucked up. Like it 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 has them going like in a weird zigzag motion, as Monk points out. So there's just no rhyme or reason. To, you end up like backtracking because you're going to. Phoenix, then Yuma, then Tucson. Like yeah. it doesn't make. And then sense.
0: Carson City, which is and then Carson back. City. Yeah, exactly. So you natural, I believe you would probably go from you should go from San Francisco to Carson City to Yuma to Phoenix to Tucson, um, but they don't do that. Uh, but did you ever watch the show Sons of Tucson, which was on for one season? No, good talk.
1: No, I did not. I did it was not. fine. I watched like three episodes of it. That's um,
0: with Tyler Labine. It was yeah, exactly. See, this is why we do a podcast together. I didn't know it at the time when I asked you to do this podcast, but the fact that matters. I'm so glad that someone <laughs> that you were. You're like, oh, so Tyler Labine, the big Labine. Listen, we'll we'll listen. Um, I
1: spent I spent three and a half to four years of like my formative years and not formative years i should say of my prime in tucson so i'll always have a ton of love for that yeah city.
0: sons of tucson was what was it It was like like three kids whose dad went to jail for like embezzlement or whatever but they didn't want to be adopted so they hired Charlie bean who's like a slacker to be their guardian anyway dumb show um so jack explains to monk that this whole what they're doing is that either the company's owned by two partners and one of them ben found religion bought a bunch of toys and offered him five grand to deliver them to different orphanages to retrace the steps of his childhood because apparently he says that he was in orphanages.
1: Um, I'll say this: I'll be yeah. super impressed if those are the actual cities that he lived in.
0: I mean, they weren't because remember when Monk checks the orphanage uh, and they were, he was there's no record of him. Oh no! I didn't even fucking pick up on that. Damn. Well, you know that happens. I'm glad so you're here. Uh, you know it's it's a gift. And a curse. That's not true. I yep. just was paying attention. Um, I'm not saying you weren't. Wow. I, wow. I, no, I mean, you're watching for the first time. I and I. Yeah, I'm not. I will never yeah. begrudge you for missing something. Um, and Thank you. Monk is like, well, why are we not taking the 402? Um, which, as you're an, you're an LA boy, you know. Anytime I hear someone saying like, why don't we take this road or whatever, I always think of the Californians. Um, did you ever take the 402 when you were uh,
1: in Tucson? I've never even heard of the fucking 402. That's bullshit. All right, let me see the four hundred two Arizona. It can't be, or if it is, it's like some extremely obscure t- thing because you only take the ten to get from Tucson. No, you take something to get from Tucson to Phoenix, and then Phoenix, you take the ten all the way to. Yep, LA. I just
0: looked it up. The four hundred two is not actually a road in Arizona. Which I'm gonna be honest, with you, I don't. I hate when that. Why? Why would? Why not just use a real road? That's actually kind of stupid. Why would you just use a real road? Anyway, so it's a lie. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so they. Jack is like, yeah. Why don't we take the four hundred two? And so we, they call the office, um, and the person, the nice lady who answers the phone, when she hears that monks, when that she's like, when she hears that Jack's son's in the car, is like, oh, is that Jack Junior? Mm-hmm. Which man, that's gotta sting a lot.
1: It is, but we find out later that you know. Well, um... though, I guess
0: the, the thing that stings is not so much that Jack. It doesn't matter if he's successful. It's that apparently Jack Senior talks about him so much that his
1: coworkers ask about him. Well, he's just the most recent one. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's been 39 years since he's, kept, but he knew that like Monk was a famous detective, so yeah, this yeah. doesn't add up. No, it doesn't.
0: Um, but uh, we lo- apparently learned that he never mentioned Adrian, and that they the at the office they haven't heard from Kenneth. He's he's gone AWOL. Um, but as this conversation is about to steer towards that, Ben grabs the phone and when asked about if he could take the 402, he's like, "Damn it, just stick by the route. I'm the boss, aren't you? I mean, aren't right. I? You know, right. he's a piece of work." Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, and Monk is like this guy found religion, you know. Uh. I was right. Supposed to think, I also think J- Jack says about Ben that, that he found religion. He never stepped in a church in his life, and I would bet all the money to my name that no one with that accent, that look, and that demeanor, didn't spend time in church. That's stupid. Like I don't want to make the all seem like that, but like, come on, like he well, he spent time in church. Anyway, um, the scene where they deliver the presents. Uh, yes. So, what's going on here?
1: So, basically, you know, they show up to St. Ferdinand's. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess this is in Phoenix, right? Yes. That's where it's supposed to be? Um, So, sure enough, they bring out all the presents. Uh, Jack is playing Santa Claus uh, and Monk is his elf, which, you know, that's nice um and so they gather around and all the children basically open their presents and what they find out is that like yeah there are some toys but mostly it's just a bunch of random crap like mm-hmm. a dreidel is a toy that's okay fine but then there's a tape by someone named ronnie Millsap, mm-hmm. which just confused the hell out of me because i just kept thinking about paul Millsap and ronnie price both being on the utah jazz at the same time that's
0: a good point people haven't considered that but that is true
1: yeah so I was just like Oh is this like a Utah Jazz reference mm-hmm. And then um, I forgot what the third toy was But basically all the kids Declare that this is all Bubkiss And it's uh, you know a bunch of crap mm-hmm. And they like start complaining about it And it's like yeah why are all these random things Getting delivered these aren't even toys Yes necessarily. and a
0: girl uh, well, well like a kid goes up to Monk Who's being an elf is like isn't Santa Claus The greatest and Monk says uh, I don't know him very well Which is funny um, but then a girl starts choking on uh, one of the toys. And Monk uses another girl's finger to get jam it loose, which is well, honestly just that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's a little gross. Um
1: It is. I'm even surprised he would even touch like a child yes. it, like some of the I, mean, I Monk
0: he's not gonna let a child die, I think is the thing. But uh and the thing I noticed in this scene is that I don't know if Dan and I has ever had a role in which he didn't have a sweaty upper lip. The man It makes sense he played Richard Nixon because he has always got sweat on his upper lip. It's kind of crazy.
1: Oh, in the movie Dick.
0: Yes, he did. Yeah. Right. Um, He's a good Nixon. I mean, I'd never seen the movie Dick, but I know he played uh, Nixon in it, you know, because it's about Dick Nixon and he's in it. Anyway, uh, Monk's in the back of the truck and he's looking for clues.
1: Yeah, he's looking for clues and he's suspicious because there was like, you know, it's a whole big rig, but there's only six boxes of stuff in there. Yeah, and,
0: and he's looking for drugs. Or he's like, this guy would be some smuggling thing, right?
1: Right. Like, that would that's what that would lead you to believe. But sure enough, it's just, like, books of, like, Das Kapital and, like, just random, random crap. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I first saw this, I literally thought that he was just emptying out Kenneth's desk mm-hmm. and just put everything in there.
0: That wouldn't be a bad idea. Um And this, by the way, this is the bit where Monk mentions that Gla- Glazer was never an orphan. Um, he asked the nun. Okay. Um, and... Jack I think pretty reasonably is like what are you doing like you, I get you, you're, I need this job like I can't don't fuck this up for me um, and he's like you've always been impossible I remember why I left um, which this is kind of where I'm like he's kind of uh, really not redeemable at this point because that's really like after only a day of being reunited with your son you yell at him that he was the reason you left like that's really not good
1: no of course not um it's it's a very uh, you know it's a tough look for him and you know you can't you can't possibly make up for being out of your son's life sure enough i think wait, ambrose is the youngest one right yeah or of those two so yeah it's his like his first son like come on man like you, you can't expect things to go all hunky-dory as a matter of fact it had been going a lot better than it probably should have at that point
0: And I think, I don't know from experience, but I imagine that the first rule of reconciling with an estranged son that you walk down on is to make it very clear that it wasn't the son's fault you walked out. (laughs) Because, like, that's, like, the number one thing. I mean, come on. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so Monk leaves. He's left alone on the side of the road. And then we cut to a scene where there's a couple of hunters in Texas who uh, find Kenneth's body. So the wheels are turning. And uh, Monk is alone walking. Um, and Jack gives a call to HQ and learns that, uh, Kenneth was murdered.
1: Yeah, too bad it wasn't James Woods. What? Oh, wait, what? Too uh, bad it wasn't James Woods that had gotten murdered. Oh, fair. Um, you know, I can't just... Yeah, I just advocated for James Woods to get killed. I know,
0: I mean, I just advoc- <laughs> advocated. I don't think the language you used was fine. You said too bad it wasn't, and also there's a fictional television show, so, um... Yes. And Jack's like do you want me to come back And of course Ben's like no keep driving
1: So you know something's up Um, Right
0: And Yeah because the the
1: police are there at that moment in time They're like yeah So uh, Jack stops
0: at a rest stop And he's talking to um, Another trucker And he learns that indeed The 402 Well we know it's fictional But it apparently is not a parking lot It's as clear as can be so, right.
1: Uh, You'll be flying on that highway.
0: Yeah. Um, so clearly, Ben is lying for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so Jack goes and picks up Monk because he knows something's fishy. Um, anyway, and how does he find him? Because he knew he'd walk in a straight line.
1: Yeah. I wish we would have gotten some idea of the exact path he took, mm-hmm. um, just because that would be hilarious. But yeah, good for him. Yes. And he stop. knows his son in some way. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. That's, you know, the whole thing. Uh, and people don't change. Um, Ooh. I mean, I, I actually don't believe that. I think that that's something that a lot of characters in TV and movies say, which is, like, stupid. Like Mostly asshole
1: people say that. Yeah. Or honestly, people that have really, been jilted.
0: Like, assholes say I, people like, people, like, I, especially when, in this, in the context in this episode, it's from when Monk was eight. And I can tell you that I have definitely changed a lot, in a lot of ways, from when I was eight. <laughs> And and not just in like the ways that normal people do. Like I, I, just don't. I don't know. I don't. Only bad people say people don't change. Anyway, um, right. They stop at a cafe, and uh, they get they each get um, the Christmas special. But there's something wrong with milks.
1: Uh yeah, it's uh the big thing. It's that uh, all the items are touching, and we know how Adrian feels about that. He can't have it. Mm-hmm.
0: And there's this very sweet moment where uh, Jack is like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot, and he grabs two other plates and, like, he fixes it, Um, which is nice. Um, And then Monk shows him a photo of Trudy, Um, and uh, he's like, oh, I'm glad she was there for you. Which, like, then there's a bit of silence because there's kind of, like, the unspoken thing of, but then when she wasn't, no one was, so fuck you. Um, But Monk's plan is, we don't call the police yet, we stick to the route, and we see what happens. Um, because there's no proof yet, and you don't want to spook them. Um, and then right. we'll, like, eat some carrots, and that's nice because carrots are a good source of vitamin A.
1: Yeah, um, I mean to be fair, those carrots didn't look half bad. I mean, the whole Christmas dinner was very depressing, but uh, the carrots. Actually I mean, for good like good. a, di- I mean, like I think it was
0: a Christmas, but like you know, I'm not. A, I am a big fan of diner food. It's not uh, that doesn't look great for, as far as diner foods concerned. Um, but the carrots look very like they're probably slow cooked in butter and like sat in butter for like three hours, mm. which you know can't beat that. Um, obviously, if I'm in that diner, I'm probably going with an open face turkey sandwich with a side of mashed potatoes. Um, and uh, but Ooh. I mean that's my go to diner order. Um,
1: I just didn't know that like everybody had like uh, open face sandwiches.
0: I mean, when you're in New York, yeah, you can get it anywhere. Um, and if you can't get an open face sandwich, you can like if you if they have a turkey sandwich on the menu. I'll just on. Und- I've asked before. Can I just get that hot with brown gravy on the side? Um,
1: uh,
0: yeah, that, or I get a meatloaf sandwich with brown gra- with fries, and then a cup of brown gravy on the side. Um, the moral story is brown gravy on the side is usually a good way to go. Um, that's a great thing about being in New York is you get re- you get very strong opinions on things you get at diners because they're everywhere. Are you
1: f- are you familiar with that diner that's right next to the G train exit in Brooklyn? In what part of Brooklyn? And I've never been, but. Brooklyn it was, was nice right time. it was oh, fuck it was like right next to williamsburg
0: the first g train i think i i think i've probably been in that area but i've never been to the diner there no because okay, i don't i haven't spent that much time in brooklyn during the daytime or like a, just because i'd never lived there um right but shout out to my local diner in astoria I'm mike's diner uh haven't been I haven't been inside since i've been back up obviously because of covid but uh i order from there like once a week because it's free delivery between five and seven p.m um Great burgers, good fries. Um, you know, uh, I wish that. Uh, you know. I want one so bad right now. I'm sorry, man. I you know. Uh, anyway, um, so their uh, monk is sleeping in the back of the truck um, as they're driving, and there's a little montage of they're driving, they're filling up gas, and they stop at exactly 10 gallons, which is fun. Um, uh, I was at a hundred dollars. Oh, hundred dollars. I oh, wasn't yeah. see. This is where I wasn't paying attention. Oh. Um, and and uh, then then Monk, you know, I talk about how I was. I'm gonna be a police officer sometimes. Monk goes full cop. Where there's the call on the radio.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I thought you were just like breathing no. in. Um, okay.
0: No, I was yeah. burping, but I was also letting you know that it's your turn.
1: Yeah, there's a call. There was a call on the radio. Uh, basically, they're letting them know. I think they call it a brown bag, a brown something bag like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically to know let them know that there was like a uh, highway patrol officer that is uh, hidden in some in, way. No, an so, like,
0: unmarked car is what they said.
1: Oh, an unmarked car. So like, you know, you have to know to like be mm-hmm. good or like, you know, slow down mm-hmm. around that. And Monk, you know, replies on the radio. Um, I forgot what they're like Atticus 1 to like somebody. Yeah, I forgot the other matter. name was funny. Yeah, but he's basically oh, like, gumbo. that? Gumbo and Atticus he, 1, I think. Yeah, yeah. Are you aware that you are, uh, you know, helping to deceive the highway patrol in some sort of way? Yeah. Which also, like, as I say, that's actually not true. The whole
0: point of having highway patrol officers on the, on this, I mean, they probably I mean, with the quotas and etc. And bad whatever. Like, they are probably trying to arrest people. But in th- the theory behind it is that is you're not trying to arrest everyone who's speeding. You're trying to make people slow down because they know you're there. Like, it's actually not. Like, they're not actually hurting the police op- because the police get the, what they're trying to get anyway. They're, he, they're slowing down, you know? Um, right. It also does remind me of one time where, you know, classic suburban situation where me, my whole family was at, like, an event at, like, my high school. But my mom came straight for work, so there was two cars. And so my mom was driving ahead of my dad by like, five minutes. And my mo- I was in the car with my mom, and she called my dad because there was, like, a police car, like, hidden on the side of the road, a place where we know- people normally speed. And she's like, George, the Smokies are out tonight. Like what the, f- what the Smokies? The Smokies. <laughs>
1: <All laughs> Shout right. to my mom.
0: Sometimes she randomly will just like pull out 1960s slang. Um, I was and, really
1: hoping she was going to use like the cherry tops.
0: The oh the po- the popos. Um, the
1: popos. Um, you know, we're the,
0: the <gasps> out tonight. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be great. Um, no. Uh, anyway, so they. Uh, the monk looks at the GPS, the global positioning system, which, of course, Jack has to explain because it's 2007 or whatever. Um, I think this is my family had our first GPS around this time. Um, Shout-outs to that one. It was not Shout-outs to Garmin. It was. It, we get? Do you remember the Christmas where the get-a-get-a-get-a-get-a-Garmin? No? Okay. No, I um, do not. Okay. We got a Garmin. Um, and, uh, yeah. And uh, what we learned, apparently, is that um, it only remembers the last 5,000 miles of your trip which is uh, more interessante
1: It's very curious. Um, and, you know, Monk starts to, like, tabulate all the mileage um, mm-hmm. uh, in between. And he basically realizes that the trip that they're taking, or that, that sorry, that Jack is taking, um, basically adds up to around 5,000 miles.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, Monk says we got to pull over. But, of course, because these uh, trucks have been repaired with shitty parts the brake like line gets like cut not the like, cut but you know what I mean like a fall it yeah I don't even know how to describe it um and they start rolling um but as they're rolling it explains what happened and so as we're rolling through the pod tell me what happened
1: I mean it's very simple we saw mm-hmm. the beginning um you know he got caught for embezzling money in some way and he obviously did stop him from dying kind of contributed to his mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. And so he happened to – well, he knew that that truck was eventually going to be checked, so he needed to clear that last 5,000 miles. So that's why he booked um, Jack to, mm-hmm. to take this uh, weird zigzaggy winding mm-hmm. trip to clear that off of the history of the GPS. And exactly. That, and so it.
0: the truck is, uh, is you know, rolling. They're trying to stop it. Um, and uh, – you it's know.
1: a it's a we're about to die moment. So let me yeah. just get out what I need to say, mm. kind of thing.
0: They're looking for a truck runoff. They miss one, and then Jack's like, "I'm sorry, I wasn't there for you." You know, Jack Junior. He's not a doctor. He's not even a putz. He wishes he was a putz. Um, you know, yeah. Was, he's
1: like a no good, a no good stoner living in his basement, yeah. stealing money out of his wallet. You know, the whole nine. Yeah,
0: and so you know, he's like, you know, I wanted a son to be proud of, and turns out I had one in San Francisco, which is a nice thing to say. Um, and then they find another runoff, and they stop, but unfortunately, they're at 5,002 miles. Um, right. So, five Vanessa Carltons, and plus two. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and, uh, so yeah. And, and Jack the- mentioned, yeah. and while this is all happening, Monk calls him dad, and, and Jack yeah. loves... Loves that he calls him. He finally calls him dad.
0: Yeah, like Monk is upset that the case they you know they lost it, but Jack is happy that he was called dad. Um, and then we cut back to the HQ for uh, what is it Tiger Bay Trucking? And yep. they just cleaned out Kenneth's desk and Ben's doing the classic. You know, this office is not just an office. This is a family, which you know never anyone who says that is never you almost never has good intentions. At least in TV and movies and also real life. But in real uh, life. Jack Monk shows back up. And uh, he accuses him of killing his partner, and the police are there, and there's a warrant for his arrest. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Yeah, and luckily for them, uh, basically the monks show up with the smoking gun, which mm-hmm. is the remainder of the tie that was on um, Kenneth, uh, mm-hmm. Kenneth Woods when mm-hmm. he passed away. So we know what that means.
0: Yep, and uh, I noticed in this scene, because they're talking about ties, that Ben's wearing a bolo tie. Which is mm-hmm. always fun. Um, that wouldn't get stuck in a, a truck, probably. Um, and so yeah. they mm-hmm. uh, end up arresting him, and um, he gets perp walked uh, away. And it's uh, Jack has a moment of triumph, and then we get the little end scene where Monk, he gets his, he finally gets his big Christmas gift. He gets a bike. Yeah,
1: Jack gets him a bike and teaches him how to ride it within like, uh, literally thirty seconds. So yeah. that's good
0: yep uh yeah definitely realistic and uh you know let's have a nice moment together um and uh all is forgiven
1: uh
0: too neatly or whatever
1: yeah and we'll see you never jack thanks yep. for showing up for one episode Yeah,
0: great stuff see you in another 39 years douchebag no that's rude anyway what would you give this episode out of 10
1: i ended up giving it an 8 out of 10
0: I gave it a 7.5 um, just because I think it's a little slow and I just, you know... Ooh, the rare uh, episode yeah, the rare where I, I'm higher than you. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I also just... I, I think I just have a hard time with... uh. It, there's a lot of times where... I, whenever a movie or TV show has a character make a big forgiveness of another character when I, mean, I don't think it's justified, I take a great offense to it. Like, I was like, no. I just, I, I, would... I guess it's true because like, I... Don't really hold grudges that much. So when I'm even like, I think you probably shouldn't forgive him here. I, I and then it's like, oh, it's a sweet ending. It was like, he did leave you and like your mentally ill mother alone for your whole life, and then one well, didn't yeah. show back up when your mother when one your mother died, and then didn't show up when you got married or when your wife died. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty bad.
1: I'll, I'll say this. Um, okay, let's just say uh, the dad never leaves. Jack mm-hmm. never leaves. Mm-hmm. Do you think he ends up with Trudy in the end? Honestly,
0: I don't know. Um, It's unclear because we don't know how much of Monk's existence was shaped by his dad not being being there. Um, But I also don't necessarily, like, I don't think that the alternative to that means that his life's worse. Because, like, although Trudy's a very good thing to happen to
1: Monk, like, it's... I don't think think he'd agree with you, though. What? I don't think he'd agree with you. Monk would. That what? Like, if you talked to him about it and you were like, hey, like, what if he would have like, he might have seen the opposite, like, that his life would have been different in a way. You know? I, know, like, I
0: think it I probably think it probably would have been different. I just don't think it would have been worse. I think that, like, if we... Well, no, it, but, like, if you ask
1: him now, yes. because of, like, everything that happened with Trudy, you oh, would yes. be like, no.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. What I what I was going to say is that although his story Trudy's Trudy very sweet and Trudy is very good for him, I don't think that Monk is living his be- lived his best life. You know what I mean? Correct. <laughs> like, I yes, think it, fair. I, I, I hate to say it because he loved Trudy, but, like, if Monk had a more stable childhood and met another woman... He probably, who didn't get blown up, he probably would have a better life on balance. You know, no disrespect. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, I want to thank, uh, you know, everyone for listening. You can follow the show at Strictly Munken on Twitter. Andre, would we'll people follow you?
1: You could follow me at Andre Barrera.
0: You can follow me at the Jay Christie. Please rate, review, subscribe. Write into us if you are a long-haul trucker, please. Um, and yes. no, you don't have to tell us whether or not you use meth. Um, but, you know, we won't say no to that information. Um, but more important than all that, tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monk and the leper.
1: Let's go, monkey.